Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 277. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Hello there, beautiful friend. However, you made your way over to this podcast episode is just perfect. And I'm grateful that you're here. So maybe a friend introduced you to Mums with Hustle, to myself, or maybe a business coach or mentor has said, hey, you should go and check that out. Either way, I'm thrilled to have you here. My name is Tracy Harris. I'm the host and founder of the Mums with Hustle podcast and the Social Method Society, which is an online membership where I am coaching and helping women just like you to get their business and their brand on Instagram so that they can start turning those followers into leads and those leads into customers and clients. And what I'd love to chat to you about today is how to overcome negative self-talk. Have you ever had that little voice in your head kind of jabbering away saying the most unkind and far from encouraging messages? I know I have, and I'm almost six years in to this business, and I feel like I've ticked some really big milestones and I've, you know, just so blessed to have achieved so much of what has been on my vision board since I first started. But that doesn't mean that the old negative self-talk stops. I wish I could tell you it stops, but it doesn't. And I hear from my own peers that are doing amazing things and even from my mentors that this is something that creeps up on them. But when it creeps up, we have two choices. We can either believe those thoughts and they can, of course, dictate what our next actions become, or we can choose to ignore them and move forward anyway. And that's not easy. So what I'm going to be doing in this episode with you is a self-coaching exercise. That's right. I'm going to be sharing this little exercise, this practice with you so that you can coach yourself whenever and if ever, because it will happen. You need to. When that negative self-talk kicks in, you'll be able to do this practice. Okay. So this is a really actionable episode. And I know lots of you out there are listening as you juggle mum life or maybe even as you sit behind your sewing machine, (laughs) those makers out there. I see you on the Instagram stories tagging me at Mums With Hustle and I love seeing how you listen to the podcast. But if I can just suggest that you do go and get a pen and paper for when we get to the exercise and then you actually sit and do it. It won't take you more than five minutes, okay? I promise. Now, if you are a loyal listener of this podcast, chances are you listened to the first episode of 2021, which was all about the word of the year. In that episode, I shared my word of the year and I also gave you a process to follow to find your word of the year. And we talked about why that is so important to really anchor and ground you in this next 12 months. If you are in my social method society, then you have probably gone a step or two further than that. You've probably got yourself some really clear goals, some strategic goals, things that you really want to achieve this year, and an action plan. 
And you may have even attended our Ultimate Vision Boarding Masterclass as well with my friend Melanie Moore. So you're like, you're all set up. But like I said, that negative self-talk can still pop up for any of us. And especially, I find, as we head into the mid part of our year, and here in the Southern Hemisphere, the days start getting shorter and they start getting colder, (laughs) it becomes easy for us to lose sight of our goals. So we kind of go into that ho-hum part of the year. And it also becomes really easy to look at those goals and go, oh my gosh, like we're already like almost halfway in this year. I don't have that much time. Now we start start to doubt if those goals are even possible and potentially procrastination also kicks in because the things that we wrote are so meaningful to us that we actually even fear them. So that right there, my friends, is a perfect storm for negative self-talk to kick in. And it can stop us in in our tracks if we don't know how to work through it. What I learned many years ago from an incredible man, a neuroscientist called Dr. Joe Dispenza, is that 95% of our thoughts today are actually the same thoughts and even habits and actions and behaviors that we had yesterday. So that means 95% of who we are is actually based on an automatic subconscious pattern, like a highway, like it's just happening without us even thinking about it. So I invite you now just to even think about your own thoughts and your habits around waking up in the morning. Okay, you're in bed, maybe your alarm goes off. What do you do? What's your next step? Are you reaching for your phone? Maybe for you, it's something else. Maybe it's a journal. Maybe you lay there and you meditate. Whatever you did yesterday, you're 95% likely to repeat that whole process and flow again today. So let's pretend you are one of those people that wakes up, they reach for their phone, they stay under the covers for a bit, they do some Instagram scrolling, maybe they check their email, they get up, they walk a certain way in their house, maybe they stop at the bathroom, maybe they head on through to the kitchen. I don't know, maybe they're putting on the kettle, they're getting out a particular mug, they're following their routine. If they are a breakfast person, they're they're making their favorite breakfast. If they are a non-breakfast person, they're skipping their breakfast. We tend to follow patterns and habits, but we also do this with our thoughts. So when we say, I want to do X, and you can fill in the blank here, okay? Let me give you an example, actually, a non-business example, because this practice will work with real life stuff as well. That's the beauty about it. So for many, many years there, I was waking up feeling exhausted. And this is even before I became a (laughs) mum. I was waking up feeling exhausted and I would say, oh, when the alarm would go off, oh, I've got to go to bed earlier tonight. Damn, I'm tired. Oh, I can't believe I'm this tired. How am I going to get through today? I'm so tired. Oh, I have to go to bed earlier tonight. And I would wake up and I would pretty much start most of my weekdays with those thoughts. On repeat, (laughs) I want to go to bed earlier tonight. Do you think I did? No. (laughs) And here's why it's so difficult. We have to know 
that when we put out those desires and those wants, we're literally asking ourselves to do something that goes against how we were actually made and designed on a brain level. We're asking ourselves to go against that 95% autopilot subconscious pattern. So that that's challenging, but it can be done. And the way, the key to doing it is to disrupt it by doing something different, to disrupt the pattern by doing something different. And you're already awesome for listening to this episode because you can't disrupt the pattern if you don't even realize that there is one. And most people don't because most people are not like you and I. Most people are not thinking about how they think and wondering anything about it. (laughs) My teacher friends out there, you know, you may have come across a term metacognition or metacognitive thinking, which is when we think about our thinking. And that's what I'm encouraging everybody to do here. When you take an action that disrupts that 95% autopilot and you start recognizing when negative self pops up for you, you can actually stop and you can create some change that actually moves you forward. And when you move forward, you actually create results for yourself. Now, quite recently inside of my social method society, I shared this. I mean, for me, when I first learned it, I was stunned that 95% of my thoughts and actions today are going to be repeated tomorrow. Because then I knew like, oh, wow, if I want to predict the future, all I have to do is look at yesterday, unless I'm prepared to make a change. So I shared that with my newest members in the Social Method Society. And in particular, we were talking about the fear of visibility and how to really get through that. Because a lot of us, I have had fears of visibility, even on different platforms. I would fear Facebook at one time because that's where the family and the friends and maybe people that I I used to know in my professional life would be. And for many years, I just felt safer on Instagram because they weren't really all on there. (laughs) So I'm not immune from this stuff. I had my own visibility fears. But I know that a lot of people have visibility fears of showing that they are the face of their business or speaking directly to their online community on a live or, you know, hopping on stories or even just posting a photo or a boomerang of themselves on their feed. That is scary for the majority of people because we have all kinds of hangups, you know. What if we're not smart enough? What if we don't look pretty enough? All sorts of things. What if we're not cool enough? No one responds. Oh my gosh, how am I going to get over that? I'm going to feel rejected. All of that kicks in. So in in this Social Method Society new member call, we had this conversation around visibility and I gave them a visibility challenge and their challenge was to pick the one that makes them feel the most uncomfortable. So it could either be a post or stories or reels or Instagram live. Pick the one that you are the most afraid of and within the next 12 hours, do it. Now, I'm not silly. I know that not everyone would have done it, (laughs) but a large majority of them did. And they even came into our members only Facebook group and they shared that they did and how empowered they felt to disrupt that pattern of avoiding it. And because they've done that, they've literally opened themselves up 
to new ways of thinking and new habits, just being more open. Like if I've done it once, I can do it again. I may not feel comfortable. I may still need some accountability to do it again, but I've done it and I didn't die. I think actually someone came into the group and said, my win is that I went live and I didn't die. And we were all like, yes. (laughs) Sorry if that got a bit loud because it can feel that scary. But the key there is noticing the fear and doing something to to deliberately disrupt that. Now, I'm about to take you through the coaching exercise. So if you haven't yet got yourself a bit of pen and paper, walk around and go and grab something now. But I know right at this time, I also have a lot of women in my community that are thinking about, well, actually, they're dreaming about, they really want to, they want this so bad. They want to launch their own online membership or subscription or subscription box, whether that's helping people find joy in a new hobby or reconnecting with an old hobby or receiving a product of the month every month through their subscription box or learning to advance a skill or becoming part of a supportive community, a network that can help them with whatever phase of life they're in. And so there are these ladies with these big hopes and dreams and aspirations to do this but it can be really scary. So for them, they're having to choose, okay, do I keep doing what I have been doing or do I create a new pathway, literally a new neurological pathway for myself? All right, so we're going to get into our self-coaching exercise. You need a piece of paper and what I want you to do is fold that piece of paper in half. Fold it in half so that you now have two columns and it's fine if it's horizontal or vertical, but you need those two columns. And what I want you to write at the top, and I hope you're doing this with me in real time. If you're not, I get it. You may not be in in a position to do that, but if you are, let's just do it. Get that pen and write at the top of that piece of paper something that you really want to do in your business, a change that you want to make in your business. Write it down at the top. Okay. I also want to invite you just to pause this podcast in between my instructions so that you can actually follow along and do this with me in real time. So pause if you need time to write down the thing that you want at the top and then press play again when you're ready to move on. So now what I want you to do, because you've got two columns there on the left, I want you to write down and just, this is where you got to be honest. This is the deep sometimes yucky stuff that we don't really want to face. But I want you to write down five negative self-talk thoughts that pop up for you when you do think about taking that leap forward or making that big decision or doing that scary thing. We've all got them. You might find yourself writing more than five. That's okay too. But writing five negative self-talk thoughts that pop up around you doing or achieving or having this thing. The next step, and I'm going to assume, I'm going to trust you that you've done that, okay? I'm going to trust you that you're pausing in between and actually doing this work. The next step is the column on the right. This is the, well, what would you say to a dear friend or even to your own child if they shared each one of these negative thoughts with you about themselves. 
what would you be saying to them? Would you be affirming that in them? Like, yeah, that's probably true. There's already enough people in that niche doing that. Like, you should have started ages ago. Quit your dreams, kid. Quit while you're ahead. Would you go ahead and affirm that? (laughs) Or would you be giving them some other advice? Write it down. Write down, and it might be a couple of sentences for each one. Write down what you would say out of love to either a child or a friend that was saying each one of those things. So if you had five negative thoughts, you've now got five positive responses to each thought, okay, or one for each thought. So I'll give you some moments to go ahead and do that now. And the final step in this self-coaching exercise, at the bottom of all of that, or if you need to turn the page, if you filled up your page, I want you to write down this question and then answer it for yourself. What is one big action that I can do to disrupt the negative self-talk? So for your situation that you've just, and maybe it was, I, I want to go live on Instagram every single week, or maybe it is, I want to launch a membership or subscription for my business. Whatever it is, You've got that up the top and you've got your negative self-talk, you've got your positive self-talk, and now you are writing, well, what is one big action? And it's got to be big. You know it's big when you feel uncomfortable. It can't be something that you're like, "Mm, I won't do that because that's just too much, but I'll do this. Like it has to be disruptive. (laughs) So go ahead and write down that thing now. And that's it. That is a self-coaching exercise or practice that you can do at any time when you have negative self-talk kick in. I have some members in my social method society that will share with me, oh my gosh, like I've worked on creating this website and I've got all of this beautiful stock sitting there in my garage. I'm ready to launch, but I'm just terrified. I'm just scared. This would be a great exercise to do in that moment. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you. We can coach ourselves out of these moments, but what I want to see is just more transparency around the mindset and the, the challenges that we face and often keep to ourselves in secret because we feel a little embarrassed and we feel like we should be further along than we are. And we don't talk about negative self-talk and imposter syndrome and comparison syndrome and, you know, guilt, overwhelm, fear of failure, all of these things, self-doubt. So I'm all about normalizing this because the more we can normalize it, For women in business especially, the more likely we are to have more women stay in business because you begin to realize that it's not just you. You're not broken. You're so worthy of everything that you want. You've just got to go for it. And shout out to every single woman out there that can look back and no matter how big or small, look back and just be really proud of what you've achieved to date because you have already disrupted major patterns before. Like if you had a corporate job, I was speaking to one of my members 
the other day, she was a doctor, she had a medical degree and she decided that that was just not fulfilling for her. Like you have disrupted patterns of behaviour to say, oh, I was doing that, now I'm not. And you have disrupted patterns in your belief systems about what's possible for you in your life and in your business. So you've already done it and only good comes out of it. So keep moving forward, my loves, with all of your hopes, with all of your dreams and make it happen because that's the difference between the dreamers and the doers. The doers are the people that disrupt and they disrupt often. So here's to more of that. Let's be rebels. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. If you love this one, you can subscribe on iTunes and I would love for you to do that and also head on over and leave me a review because those reviews count in terms of helping this content become more accessible and discoverable to other women all around the world so that we can advance them also economically in this world through their own business and through their passion and doing so in a way that allows them to live their best life on their own terms around their families. That's what lights me up the most. So thank you so much. I will see you here next week on the Mums with Hustle podcast.